We're yes. speaking to football royalty. Three-time premiership player, Brownlow medal, of course, best and fairest, winner uh, times two, five times an All-Australian, mm-hmm. and one of our all-time favourites in Michael Voss joins us right now. Vossy, good having you on board. Gentlemen. Talking about the 2002 grand final, of course, your amazing team won three in a row, got to four straight grand finals. It was a ripping era for the Brisbane Lions, but tell us about 2002 and your memories of that day. Oh, geez, boys, I um, I battled to think back that far. It's um, seems such a long time ago. Um, oh, <laughs> have a look at him! <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't fit. I, bet no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think of that day often, boys. I just. Um, <laughs> He's got the lion's Pre- jumper on <laughs> and drinking out of the, the premiership cup. <laughs> Beautiful. Whose jumper is well, it? I, well, no, it's mine. And, Clark uh, Keatings or something. Although a couple of the sponsors are not not uh, hang around any any longer, but um, <laughs> no, they were good days. Um, very good days, good times. Um, it was a pretty tough day that day, 2002. It certainly didn't have it on our terms, that's for sure. Tell us about the uh, – I remember it being overcast, and I remember you guys were pretty red-hot favourites coming in, and the next year that was almost turned around. We had a beautiful day, and Collingwood actually started that game more favoured. But that that day, you you blokes just grounded out. It was one of those grand finals from my memory where it was just a war of attrition from the first second. Yeah, and uh, in the morning when you pull the curtains back and you see the rain set in, uh, you knew it was a pretty uh, it was going to be a pretty tough day. Um, I think the hardest part in all that was overcoming the mindset, um, coming in as uh, overwhelming favourites. Certainly the talk on the outside was uh, we were meant to smash Collingwood. Um, probably the internal talk for us, thankfully, was somewhat different. Um, we'd been beaten early in the year um, from them. Um, so we knew what to expect. They were a pretty tough side. Um, you know, when you look back on the grand final uh, and you sort of see the contests and the tackling and and how much they were sort of adders, so it was a, certainly a very willing contest for the entire afternoon. Michael, the, the area of invincibility that that team had uh, was obviously established on the back of winning the, the 2001 flag against Essendon. But can you reflect now on, on when you knew that when you went out to play footy that, that you were just naturally simply going to win some games because of that invincibility? Was it more the 2002 season when that kicked in? Uh, I think you, um, in retrospect, you look at um, back on that more. I mean, we, we would say that clearly we're uh, obviously confident coming into every game we played that we would win um, and that we didn't have to spend a hell of a lot of uh, time on the opposition. I mean, the opposition reports went something like this. You know, Lee Matthews had the, the one pager out you get from uh, from champion data and he went across the top line and sort of said Collingwood are good at contested ball and, you know, not bad at kicking efficiency and when they go inside 50, they're not too bad and they defend pretty well and Anyway, boys, that's Collingwood. Um, let's move on. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, maybe the coach uh, helped us with that. Um, but, yeah, certainly over time we became more confident that if we played our way, that it's going to be very hard to be beaten. Um, but I think the, the good thing about this group was we stayed on edge long enough um, knowing that it was possible that we could get rolled. Hey, Vossi, take us into your mindset because I, I believe there are certain players, certainly in tight games, especially a grand final, there are those players in those situations that want to go and get the footy and will themselves to get the footy, and there are those that actually don't want to go near it because they actually don't want to m- make a mistake. Take us through your mindset. Uh, well, I think the, the mindset of the moment, so you're talking about there, Duck, um, was a little bit born out of um, when, you, when I didn't feel like that we did get it done. There's plenty of times where that happened. Um, I just... 
used to get sick in the guts post game, knowing that uh, when the game was on the line, you couldn't uh, you couldn't influence in some manner. So, um, you know, the last quarter is probably um, an example of that, uh, where you know it was in the balance. It could have certainly gone either way. Um, and uh, I remember bringing the group in and, and sort of saying, 30 minutes, this is all, this is all it takes. Um, I only want you to do one thing, just run. If we outwork them, we'll get the job done. Um, and thankfully, uh, that's what we we're able to do in the last quarter. But it took to the, whatever it was, the 27-minute mark of the last quarter to do it. So uh, it, we, it required everything. Uh, Nathan Buckley won the Norm Smith Medal of Aussie, but they... Well, I heard that you yourself thought you, you probably should have won it. <laughs> <laughs> your best. You were very good that day. It was very good. <laughs> uh, again, it was like one of those ones where um, at the end of the game, the last thing I was looking at was the, the dice in, in terms of uh, that particular medal. They're always uh, nice little things to win as extra. But I think going into the day, I was more concerned about not playing on the Norm Smith medalist. And, um, and unfortunately, <laughs> I had some time on him. So... Um, you know, clearly he had a good influence. He played a super game. I was, I was happy with the influence I had on mine, and that's what I really cared about. What about late in the game, Vossi? The, probably the controversial moment of the game. It was, it was pretty late. It would have put Collingwood two goals up. Anthony Rocker, forward pocket, members side from memory. Um, look, we had a pretty good position on it. I, I honestly couldn't tell whether it was a goal or a point, but Collingwood players have still said they think it was an absolute goal. Where were you? Did you have a good look at it? What did you think? Oh, well, I'll clearly always say a point, but we do have a, <laughs> uh, a silent pact amongst the, the group that so anytime we're talking to Collingwood supporters or at Collingwood functions, we always tell them it's a goal. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> to lose. I was at a function, I think, a couple of years ago with Mick Malthouse, and uh, Mick was telling the story of the 2002 grand final and how close it was and Re, uh, relayed that story about Rocker, and he said uh, Craig McRae let him know that uh, that it was a that it was a goal. And I said, "Oh, Nick, um, don't need to uh, let you know this, but we've got this sort of silent story where we tell all kinds yeah. of people." It was a goal. <laughs> um, he didn't laugh. He just uh, <laughs> he stared straight at me, and I sort of thought, "Oh, where's my it here?" Ivasi, you played with some boys that had some serious swagger. Uh, Jay Brown, Ackermanis, Leper in the back half, the Scott boys. Who of that lot had the most shoulder roll and the happiest sort of feeling about themselves? Oh, wow. I'm going to throw a few under the bus here, aren't I? Um, Oh, well, we always thought Leper probably had the most arrogant head of all. Um, (laughs) He could put on a good one from time to time. So, cheerio, Leper. I hope you're listening. Jonathan Brown had a a genuine swagger about him, even at 19 years of age. It's interesting when you look back and things that you do forget. In 2001, you forget that Brownie was, think, only 19 or 20. I mean... Mm. Um, he just didn't play in that manner. He's a man right from the start, um, but but he had as good a swagger as uh, as anybody. Um, thankfully, we had a few because um, I think that's sort of what made our edge um, was at a, yep. a different stage. I mean, we couldn't say that Acker didn't have a swagger, could we? Um, no. <laughs> it was probably probably none better, but uh, we're probably lucky that we were able to manage those at the same time. But uh, we got some good results. Hey, uh, Vossi, tell us about Acker and the conversation that Lee had towards the end before Acker left. And obviously there was some, you know, certain situations going on there. What was the conversation that Lee had with you guys in regards to Acker and what he was doing outside the club? Can you, can you tell us that? 
oh, it was almost a weekly management exercise. Um, <laughs> but uh, oh, look, I don't think Acker or mine. Um, we we uh, we often refer to Acker as, um, or Lee referred him internally as a bit of a consultant. Uh, <laughs> had, had a specialist set of skills, but wasn't necessarily part of the team. Um, <laughs> and uh, and and that's the way he spoke to us. But at the same time, I, I think we bought into that as well. Um, he did make us better, you know. Like that's a that's a backhand compliment in some ways, but uh, um, he made us better with the skills that he's brought, and that's what Lee did sell to us. Um, and uh, you know he was very good at being able to do that, and maybe Jason didn't realise how much um, you know Lee did support him um, because uh, there was plenty of times when we were upset with some of the things he did or said. This was about the time also of the Mel Michael Malloy exchange from team to team, wasn't it, Vossy? How was there much friction? Uh, was there much friction involved with those two? What Jeez, you might, you're bringing up all the good ones. Um, well and surely reshirts, newspapers on these ones. Um, yeah, that was a bit of dialogue at a at a Mad Monday. Um, that w- that was shut down pretty quick. BT. Um, right. okay. you know, we we uh, while we don't mind uh, don't mind winning, um, we also would like to think that we went a little humbly, and that probably wasn't it. But um, but certainly from our from our point of view, um, you know, it was a, obviously a very important um, person to bring into team. Out, um, you know, we were struggling in two thousand or didn't finish where we wanted to, and had to make a couple of calls and and duck your mate uh, Pikey joined us. Um, I was going to ask you that. How how did you handle Pikey on the Mad Mondays? Oh, oh. Uh, no, just stay away from him, mate. There's just one, there's, there's just one rule. Just um, you know, uh, we've only just heard of this social distancing, but there was a bit of distancing going on Mad Monday. Let me <laughs> the, the CEO Michael Bowers, uh, Vossi, uh, didn't heed that advice, did he? Uh, up to 204 when he uh, found his head near Martin Pike's head. <laughs> Hmm. There, there was a couple of subjects you, you just shouldn't bring up was um, <laughs> was was how much uh, how much he was getting paid. So if you if you oh. uh, if you raise that as a particular subject, it didn't end well. So, <laughs> hey, hey Vossi, uh, I, I want to do a little true or false with you. Did you? Now I think it was at Cardinia Park. Did you after half time? Say to the senior umpire who's about to bounce the ball, we can't start this game until you get the kid from the little league off. <laughs> to Shannon Burns, did you actually say that? Yeah, Shannon Burns. Um, yeah. he, he, Poor he, old Burns. He always a story that, um, that he was going pretty good. Now, I don't know whether that part's true, but uh, I was standing beside him. And, of course, Geelong were just the emerging uh, young team coming through and um, I was standing beside him at a at a stoppage and um, and yelled out to the umpire to make sure he stopped the game. So um, I said, "There's an Oz kicker still left on the ground." <laughs> uh, and all right, isn't it true? We'll play this game. Yes. That uh, Brett Boss was on the mark when you were having a shot at oh, goal, and he said, "My mum slept with your dad last night." <laughs> Is that true? Well, Billy. Um, that story has got around a lot, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, of course the the sledge there. Where, where there's a there was the the consequences of that was I couldn't get the bloody image out of my head for the rest of the game. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what else you mentioned Justin Lepich. An old mate, Damo here. Oh, he, no, no, no. <laughs> he went, no, no, he went white. We, we were all there, weren't we? We were all there. <laughs> so just run us through that one. Was he from the uh, Brisbane Lions side of things? Yeah, well, that was um, 
Well, we're obviously celebrating the end of the year and uh, catching up as a group, and you guys have just finished the footy show, I'm led to believe. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. We uh, met in a, in a common bar, and um, it, it got a little bit heated. Um, I thought I'd do the... Still have the captain Ted on, and Michael. I think you saved my life. I think you saved well, my life. And so I, we, we were standing there, and um, I sort of thought I've done well to locate this uh, particular instance. And all of a sudden, we stand beside the ferns. Next minute, I just hear this sound in the ferns, and uh, <laughs> there was ice being thrown. No, in our it's, direction. But it's a the glass. problem was, I didn't mind if it hit Damo, but I was a <laughs> metre and a half away. So <laughs> I said to Leper, I said, mate, if you miss Damo, you're going to hit me. So you know, yeah. I, don't think it, I don't think it was ice. No. <laughs> no. Fossey, it wasn't ice. I think it was glass, Fossey. Anyway. <laughs> oh, it wasn't really. There you go. I didn't know do you catch up, you boys, much? Do you get the chance to do that, given you're all around Australia? Oh, not as often as we'd like, um, given the fact that we were the interstate team and from all over Australia, it was uh, it was difficult for us to be able to post uh, career to catch up as much as we as much as we'd like to. But that's why we use the grand final week as a as a chance to. We don't make a, a stock rule on it. We just uh, try and use that as the week to catch up. Um, sometimes ten turn up, sometimes fifteen turn up. Um, it's completely up to the individual, but that seems to be the week. That, uh, that suits everybody. And, um, yeah, it's an old shoe. Um, you know, we, we don't talk to anyone. Uh, it's just like old times. And um, we get to talk and have a laugh like what we have here around uh, things that have happened mm. and um, some really good memories. Uh, Vossi, you were captain of one of the all-time great AFL teams, three premierships in a row. Thanks very much for joining us. No worries, fellas. Got the footy. He's got the lines jumper on the football and drinking out of the premiership. Premiership. Why wouldn't you? I would have got the medal, but I couldn't find it. So, (laughs) too many of them.